When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Good morning, it's Ian Kempe for breakfast on SCNZ Wednesday, the 7th of September. Man, Dolores, but I love a Wednesday. Maybe it's before because Kempe rocks a singlet on a Wednesday. <laughs> Uncle Kempe, Morena to you. Oh, I love when you were a singing. Oh, Morena, buddy. Yeah, no, nah, it's uh, it's freezing outside too. But not, <laughs> what I'm, are you doing? I'm not freezing. No way, mate. <laughs> Every time I wear a singlet, it reminds me of my old man because my old man. Yeah. Would wear a singlet in the middle of winter. I remember he'd like throw us in the car. He'd wake me up at like <laughs> ten o'clock at night, and he say, "Right, boy, get in the car." I go, "Where are we going, Dad?" He goes, "We're going diving." Yeah, so we're going diving, but I'm living in Waitara. So yeah. we're going diving at ten o'clock at night. Jump in the car, windows down, singlet on, mate. He'd drive from Waitara to the far north to Kaitaia, mate, for a dive. Hey, <laughs> six hours and in a car, mate, in a singlet. Oh, and you're sitting in the back, so you got used to it. So you knew when he said get in the car, you picked up yeah. your blanket, you picked up your pillow, yeah. and you just rugged up in the back, mate. <laughs> but mm. every time I wear a singlet, is he? I, you know, I, it just remi- reminds me of my old man. Um. Geez, he used to rock a singlet. Yeah. The big, the big yeah, man. Yeah, no, my, the old man used to rock a singlet too, and you did right about that. The cold, mate. They never felt any cold. You'll be right, boy. Just wrap up. You'll it's, be right. Sit there and shush. Yeah, nah, take the pillow, take the, take the whole uh, sleeping bag and wrap up and, and enjoy the ride with the whanau. Nah, awesome, Uncle. We'll uh, get a wee update what you got up to yesterday shortly from your, yourself and Louie, Herman Watt as well, and then we've got... Uh, Neeps in the house with Joe and then Aroha doing a fantastic job. But today's show, we're going to talk some Sale GP as Burling and Chuk in New Zealand chase three straight wins as they head to the beautiful Saint Tropez. Blair Chuk will join the show at about 7.20 this morning. They are currently sitting in second place in the standings and uh, wow, they are flying at the moment. So it'd be great to get a, have a catch up with Blair Chuk and talk about their success as of late. Following that, we're going to talk some IndyCar racing. Couldn't have a better finish with five genuine chances of taking it out. Scott McLaughlin winning the last race 
to keep himself in the hunt. Scotty Dixon, he's second place behind Willpower. It's all going down to the wire. Ed Spencer will join the show at about 7.40ish to talk about that as we head to the last race. The big, big finish. Can Scotty Dixon or Scott McLaughlin get it done? Anything can happen on that racetrack. Anyway, uh, big chat with Ed Spencer. And then after eight, the Farah Palmer Cup. Two teams left. Juggernauts, Canterbury v Hawks, uh, Auckland, Hawks Bay, I wish Hawks Bay, Hawks Bay playing in the second division final against Otago, but uh, Canterbury uh, v Auckland playing for the championship at the Te Ohaere Fox Coxedge Park down here in Christchurch, they've named the park after two legends of the club, obviously Kendra Coxedge playing her 100th game and her last game for the Canterbury outfit, so uh, we're going to have a chat to Alana Bremner. The outstanding Loose Ford will join the show after 8 o'clock. Then we're going to do our NPC wrap-up at the end of it. But there's lots to talk about. Obviously, a big game of cricket last night that, wow, I can't believe we lost. We're done 5 for 44, and I'm thinking, we're home and hosed here. Next minute. No good. We've already got Next a message minute. here. Good morning, everyone. That was a great game of cricket down to the wire. Then suddenly, we're in Hollywood on the set of a medical drama. <laughs> then there was a terrible storm. Was I dreaming? No. Aussies. No surprises there. What a load of shiitake mushrooms. And some of them are off the Jenny Craig. Wow. <laughs> Who's that? Leave your name. <laughs> You're on one. You're in one today. You are in one. And another one here from Mark. Morning, boys. Bad luck for Ryan Fox missing out on the President's Cup team thought. With his results in the past year, he'd done enough. Marky, yeah. Fair shout. Fair shout. President's Cup taking place. Uh, it's over in America, isn't it, Louis? Genesis. Yep, that's the one. Uh, yeah. Mm, uh, you know who's going to play in the Pro-Am there, mate? Couldn't believe this. Oh. But he's hot-dogging now since he's retired. He's hot-dogging now since he's retired. He's doing everything. Benji. Benji. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Celebrity apprentice. Yeah. Uh, but isn't he the <laughs> Tigers coach? Maybe that's why they got tailed up by 100 points. No, nah, no, nah, he's coaching next year. Oh, he's going yeah. back in next year. He's going to start the preseason. But he's um, got affiliation with Genesis, and he's told me he's going over to play the Pro-Am at the Genesis President's Cup. And I'm like, you Excuse hot me. dog. Get out. I was thinking it was in Australia. I was like, oh, yeah. Steph yeah, Curry. They'll get all the... Benji Marshall. <laughs> Macklemore. Yeah. yeah. He's heading over to, to play that. But, mate, that's going to be a fair shout. But, yeah, Ryan Fox. Ron Fox, just missing out on the President's Cup. But no, big show. We'd love to hear from you on the Temper Bedpost text machine. Double eight, double three. Be like Mark and be like the comedic. He sent it a message early on and uh, flick us a message. Or even better, give us a call. 0800 150 811. Lads, how was your day yesterday? Mate, would you have How's played... Your day would you have played a spinner after going five wickets? Was it five wickets for 45 or something like that? And then, the, and, then he, and then he throws the spinners on. Like he had him um, on the ropes, mate. He had him on the, the ball, ropes. The ball was moving, and look, it's, everyone's going to go a lot of water this if we would have played Sally. Sally's a great swing bowler. He uh, he can move the ball, and, and he adds a lot of pressure. Obviously, Matt Henry took his uh, position, got two for 50. Uh, I would have tried to keep the pace on. You know, just seeing what... Trent Bolt, man, he's a wizard, eh? He is such a wizard. His late swing... It's just outside off, and then all of a sudden it just swings straight in, and he can move the ball. But he just had no backup, eh, hey, Kempe? So, ah, oh, it's a funny one. You know, a lot of what is, but I would have tried to keep the heat on. 
Yeah. Mm. Well, you've got it. You, you, well, you can't really though because you've only got so many overs these yeah. guys can bowl, and you have to use those. And look what Glenn Maxwell and Adam yeah, Zampa did in the Austra- Australian innings. Yeah, yeah, but you can. If you think in the springers are having a bit of time, yes, you, they're going to bowl out, and then you're going to have to go to the spinners. But the pressure's on. Try and one and just wind it up, wind up that pressure. But yeah, look, a lot of what ifs, but you always can, Louis. I don't think there's anything wrong with the tactics. For I'm being honest, I, I didn't think that was the issue. I just thought they didn't get the they when they needed to take a wicket, they they didn't. And Trent Bolt dropping Cameron Green right towards the end, just misjudging it in the Cairns night. I thought that was just just small moments, as you often say. Is he? I don't know if the tactics were that would have been the thing that I was curious about. But it's not the tactics. We just didn't have anyone else backing them up. There well, was no Matt one that was, was well, able to come he? through. Two for fifty. He was all right. Got pumped. But well, know, Lockie Ferguson. When you only hold, when you only, when you only got two thirty on the board, you need to, you need to keep your your runs down as 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 much as possible. Two for fifty, that's okay. Are you happy with the fifty? Yeah, ten overs, five and over. That's that's. I think that's good effort from Matt Henry. He's taken the two wickets. Just looking, uh, Lockie Ferguson, a bit more expensive. Obviously, it's harder with when you got that much pace on the ball. It went at six point six and over. Didn't bowl out his ten. Um, Jimmy Nishimo. Five for 44, you win that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five for 44, you win that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, do, I, do, I do agree with it. that. Yeah. Mm. I, I think they will play Tim Southey in the second ODI, though, because I, I I, just think that... Why didn't they? Was it just a selection issue? Just this went with Matt? Yeah, just selection. Yeah. Se- selection. Uh, and, uh, you know, again, Matt Henry has performed well, but on those... And I guess yeah, the funny thing is with a place like Cairns, you don't actually really know much about the wicket. But when I saw... Yeah. We, watching the first innings, my first thought was, oh, man, like Tim Southey's leg cutters, his three-quarter seam ball, you know, those variations he's got, is he? I just thought mm. they would have gone down such a treat on that wicket that was holding a little bit, and that would have been a, yeah. a great kind of um, comparison to Trent Bolt's swing. But, I mean, look, we know Matt Henry's an excellent seam bowler as well, and Mitch Santner always does his job, but, again, just didn't pick up. He's, he's tied them down for 10 wickets, 4.7 and over, but the difference is Glenn Maxwell's managed to take what, four, four wickets. Four. Yeah. How does that? <laughs> that, that dolly, he bowls right arm dollies, man. I reckon. Anyway, and he gets some cheap wickets, and and that's the thing too, Kempi and Louis. Like we're at 170 for three, I yeah. think, for uh, 30 overs, and you think you kick on and, and you chase late 200s there, and we just fell away. We just fell away. Some poor shot selections. Let's be completely honest. Like. The field was right there, and old Daz Mitchell be hating himself, just chipping it right to that short, um, short guy, and they're close. Oh man! So you think that that that's been the question mark with the Black Hats when they lose those top water guys? We just seem to not really able to kick on, eh? So there's, yeah, they'll, they'll be they'll be hurting them, hating themselves after one seventy for three after thirty. They just lost a wicket at the exact wrong time every time. Like just when they needed to start going and put the foot down, Kane tried it, he got out. Tommy Latham tried it, yeah. he got out. Darren Mitchell tried it, he got out. And then as soon as, you know, when you get two ba- new batsmen at the same time on a sticky wicket, they have to take mm-hmm. 10 balls to try figure out how to time it. And then by the time that, that happened, then Jimmy Neesham got out. And then Mitch Santner got out. And it, you're right, like another 20 runs just could have put that last little bit of pressure on Cam Green. I mean, what a what mm-hmm. an innings from Kerry and Green, though. I mean, that that's a sickening partnership. Oh, <laughs> God, I hate the Aussies. <laughs> 
no. But you don't, you don't lose through, it. Eh? You don't lose it at five for forty-five. You nah. should never lose it. Mm. You know, don't care you, what you, don't care what you're saying when geez. you've got them on when you've got them on the racks. You're tough, Kimpy. Well, mate, that's that's why you're playing at the top. At playing at the top, I, I'm sort of going, mate. I just like, mate, they're home here. They've got it, and then all of a sudden, mm. it's close shut the gate. Aussies get us again. You know what about. And and you know the interesting Fitchy? part of it. The interesting part of it is he just from your chat yesterday. Mm. Is you go, what about the conditions and the moisture in the air and stuff like that mm. and the swing? But you know, you're talking to someone who can rocket it down the pitch, and then they go, well, we're going to play spin bowlers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do think I, I think that I do think that's harsh though. Like I, I think that he, there is a, it's a natural time to bring on a. To slow it down a little bit, and again, you got to get your overs away. But you're right; they didn't take that fifth wicket, and what could have been? It's how so else, frustrating. How did spinners play? Bowl? Did they? I don't, they didn't get. They didn't get anything, did they? To be honest, I only watched yeah. the I only watched the highlights this morning, so I didn't see the spinners so, bowl in their entirety. Michael, because you saw what I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, so Kempi, I know what you mean with um with spinners like. But you see, you see Maxwell. Well, he was able to do because that was holding up, sticky, yeah. was popping up. So they weren't able to get some timing. But then our spinners weren't able to have the same effect. So it's like, yeah, well, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Look, there's going to be a lot of worse. And then Chris has come through. The Aussies are in our head now. So. <laughs> they're in my head. <laughs> they're in our head. <laughs> but what about Finchy? What about Finchy? The, the captain, the opener, he hasn't – he's been a um, bit of a, a bit of a shitter at the moment, isn't he? Like He's struggling a wee bit, <laughs> particularly, about, uh, particularly to Bolty. Bolty's had them all over him the last couple of, couple of years, hasn't he? Mate, he is in dire form. Kempi, what do mm. you do when you're the skipper and you're on your last legs and you've you still you've got the tactical now spread? This even kinda of happened with um oh Morgan. Baz oh, is Morgan. great, mate, yeah. re- recently, eh, is he? Like but you've mm. seen it a number of times, Kempi, like these guys they got all of the information, all of the nows, all of the respect, but all of a sudden their hand eye and their just skills aren't matching what they know they can do. I mean, what are you meant to do? You're a time. I can say, I can say that because that's what actually happened. I was talking to someone about it yesterday, and they said, "When did you decide to retire?" And I said, "When I knew I didn't have. When I knew I didn't have it. Like when I knew I you, was." You, the, that's right. The the thing with it when you're the the kids that are coming through are performing all the time as you're getting older and you're you're trying to keep mm. up with them, and then all of a sudden they go past you. You've just got to recognise it. Like holding on, you know, I. You know, this this is the Sean Johnson. Um, this is the the question we were talking about was Sean Johnson. Mm. You know, should he play? Should he mm. play on next year? I said, no, nah, he shouldn't. He shouldn't. Mm. He's like, if he thought this year was bad, next year is going to be worse because the kids keep getting better, and you can't get any better because your body's saying I've had enough. Your mind's saying I can do it, but your body's mm. saying I can't keep up. And the uh, the answer to that question, Louis, is you retire. Yeah, it's that simple. You don't hold on, otherwise you go out. You go out without without all the, you know, without the accolades that you should have. Mm. On that, on that, Kimpy, um, I had we had to retire. I had to retire because my body, my knee was bad, so I knew I could just couldn't go on. I was playing horrible anyway, so I was, I was hopeless. But then you look, I look at a guy like you know, like Sean Johnson. I look at him, and I look at a guy like Dan Carter. Dan Carter, when he was younger, totally different player. Had to evolve. And had to reinvent himself going towards the end of his career. Wasn't able to attack the line, but nailed his core roles extremely well. His control on the game, 
his ability to put the team in the right place and just lead with his actions. Is that where Sean could go? Like, he obviously, his body isn't able to do the speedy things, the steps, this, the thing, but his control, you look at Nico Hine, obviously he's, he's a great player, but his control on the Sharks and his ability to put them in, in the right stead, he's, not, he's a ma- magician, but he's not like a Sean Johnson, like an old Sean Johnson. He doesn't create magic and carve up everything and, and, and wow people, but he does his job extremely well. Could Sean Johnson do that? No, I don't look. I don't think so because I feel like he's trying to do you know do the old children, and that's what we're trying to expect from. But we're not going to get that. I, look, I, I hear what you're saying, and I and I totally mm. agree with you. Like you evolve with the way that your body's feeling, and and mm. that all depends on the game and the way that the game evolves. And the game's evolving too quickly for people to do that. You know, like Dan Carter at the time could evolve with the game because the game allowed him to do that. But rugby mm. league at the moment is evolving that quickly that you can't have a halfback that won't take the line on or take it to the line. You know what I mean? Mm. And next year's going to be no different. Like, you have to go to the line. You've got to be a threat. You've got to be a You've got to be a... If you look at all the halfbacks in the top four at the moment, if you don't go to the line, you ain't going to win the competition. And yep. just and just to tie that back to what you're saying about, um, I guess, w- when you get to the end and you know it's the end, Michael Appleton had this tweet. Stephen Fleming's black caps effectively ended the ODI captaincy of Steve Waugh. They got him out for 15, 9, 30 and 7 in the 20, 2002 VB series against Australia. Can Kane Williams' side end Aaron Finch's career this series as the ODI captain? Well... I necessarily wouldn't be surprised because eventually the door just shuts and it can just hit you and you can be on the wrong side of it. Tristan, you're down there in Canterbury. What did you make of the Black Caps last night, mate? Oh, what can I say? Just disappointed, really. Like, um, I think I was just trying to be a bit of a no doubt about it. Like, I mean, that just comes up to lots of And um, what we were three from 172, 172, 172. Hey, Trishan, you're a bit, you're a bit cranky there, brother. Can you, are you able to turn your radio down in the background? Yeah. I think it's that. Oh, sorry, that. you can hear me now. Go, yeah, yeah. There we go. There you go. Go again, man. Yep. No, I just had the phone the other way. Yeah, no, just that. That, that was just disappointing last night. Really, like, um, the, that Aussie side was there for the taking. Like, they just come off a loss to Zimbabwe, and um. Yeah, three for 170. They should have kicked on and scored, what, 270, 280. And then we had them, what was it? I, I didn't see all of the game, but I've seen bits and pieces of it. And I've seen five them five scores. I, I think I pretty much said to the, the neighbour, he was watching it as well, and um, I said, oh, we've got this. And then uh, and then I'd come back and had a look at it again. I think they were five for 90-odd, and there was, I think, Alex Carey and Green were on 30-odd each, and I was sort of thinking, oh, yeah, but, building a bit of a partnership. I've seen this familiar story before. And, yeah, I, I just can't believe it, to be honest. Like, I, I just think there's a mental barrier over Australia. Whenever we play the Aussies, if you've seen it, we've played them in World Cup finals in both formats, and they just seem to get under our skin. I don't know what it is, but we seem to lack that confidence to sort of take the game with a scruff of the neck when we play Aussie. Yeah. Mm. Oh. No, I totally agree, mate. They got something over us, Louis. It's, <laughs> it's frustrating. Not, not only taken by the scruff of the neck, but ragdolling, mate. Oh, Ragged well done, Christian. Greg, calling, mate. Great call, Christian. And you're at Cameron Green, eighty nine off ninety two. Uh, Alex Carey, eighty five off ninety nine. You got to say it's a hell of an innings to be able to stop the bleeding and then just to kick on. It's mm. got me going though. <laughs> right, now, now I'm thinking about it. Can't wait. Question of the day. <laughs> 
they Australia. they would have to be the worst people to ever lose to. Hundred percent. But if there's anyone else, who is it? Who are the worst teams to lose to in the world? Is it Man United if you're a Liverpool fan? Is it the Lakers? Do you just hate the big teams? Is it the English rugby team? Who is it? Who are the worst teams? Is it Canterbury? Is it the a Crusaders? A non-sport team? My wife, bro. Hate this. <laughs> Honestly. Can't stand it. Oh, oh my gosh. Don't get me started. <laughs> is it Daisy Dag? Who is it? Who's oh. the worst person or the worst team to lose to? If it's not Australia, who's up next? Come on. Full water. Double eight, double three. Oh, eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. It's got all of us. We're all just like shaking our heads. Everybody. How did they steal it? Here with Kimmer's Warehouse. Great savings every day. 28 minutes past 6 o'clock. Who do you hate losing to? Who is the team that you, you just cannot stand to see win? Where are all the Crusader haters? 0800-150-811. On the outside front, Kimpy, I thought they'd come through in droves. <laughs> well, I don't think people... I actually don't think people hate the Crusaders. Seriously. I think, I think Kiwis love the Crusaders. Absolutely love them. That's it's. I can see every Kiwi second team. I reckon that must be right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I hope so. But what have I oh, said? Man, I've had some hatred out on that field, though, Kempe. Some and hate's a strong word. And I've heard it a few times from the Hurricanes players. <laughs> well, well, the Hurricanes, the Hurricanes would go right up so there for you, don't they, Oh, they'd be probably at the top. Yeah, Hurricanes. Uh, I hate losing to them. Uh, not wouldn't lose them often, but. <laughs> yeah, when we did, we, we we knew it. We knew about it for sure. Um, so them and England, mate. England. We played England at Twickenham and we lost our last game, got a hiding. And honestly, we walked into this room and, oh, they were gallivanting around like hot dogs and singing songs. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I never want to lose to these guys again. Be humble, man. Anyway, just kept it right there. Next time, pump them. <laughs> Beautiful. Let's go to the phones. Tony, the team you hate losing to the most, who is it? Oh, here he is. Yeah, morning guys. Yeah, I've I've got a I've got a left field one here. Okay. I hate Give losing. it to us, Tones. I hate losing to the TAB. <laughs> I'm with you, Tony. Oh, I hate losing the TV. Oh, that's a great one. I love that. Uh, I hate it, man. I hate it. And I love it even more when I win. One of those for a long time, Tony. I've been one of those for a long time. So this is our week, brother. Well done, Tony. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> Appreciate the call. As a Cantab, we used to hate losing to Auckland, but then it became quite easy, so we lost the fire a bit from Tim. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Come on, come through. Double eight, double three. Who, if it's, I mean, I reckon the reason we're not being full boarded here is because the answer is so easy. It's Australia. And they gave it to us last night. But come through 0800-150-811. Who do you not want to lose to more than anyone in the world? 29 away from seven. Here's Aroha with the news for Kubota. Together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Back to the phone lines we go. Any team from Australia, says a texter, the Australian cricket team, it all begins and ends there. Everyone else in the world is tolerable. And and I think maybe that's what that cold snap up the country is this morning. Brent, Aaron Hamilton, who is it, mate? Who gets on your nerve? 
I hate playing Taranaki, and when Waikato's song sort of, I hate them, mate, really hate them. Like, I remember one time we had a shield challenge, and this fella did a massive um, tackle, I think it was Timmy, oh, sorry, he's a Taranaki player, smashed Sam Christie, we got a penalty, no try. No try, and we saved the fucking, oh, and we saved the shield. <laughs> but that's one team I hate, bro, as well. Every time, I, like on Sunday, it was like just such a relief. I went down to JV and put some money on Waikato. Everyone told me Taranaki. Every time we play Waikato, uh, we play Taranaki, everyone yells out, oh, no, nah, Taranaki's going to win that, and I even punted more on the JV because they always win. Brent, <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your call, mate. Oh, is oh, he how good, is it? That is so good. But, Brent, honestly, those Waikato uh, Mulu Bowls aren't any better, mate. Aren't any better. I've been in those. No, I've, my family's been in the stands down there at FMG Stadium in Hamilton, and wow, did they cop it. Did they cop it from the Waikato fans. So, Brent and oh, Brent. I love it. Brent from Hamilton, Brent from Huntley with <laughs> mate, their I'll Mulu ta- Bowls. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, yeah. what, I'll tell you a Waikato story. When I was in the under-15s, I went up to Waikato to play, you know, and I was the kid from Taranaki. And me and Tawara knew each other. And the first time I played against them, Tawara even played for Waikato. Well, they all looked like Tawara. They, it was the whole yeah. team. They all looked like they had this mullet, all big, you know, dark, handsome men. And every time they tackled you, <laughs> they tackled you, they would go, ah! <laughs> they would make me laugh. They would run around the field and they'd tackle someone and they'd go, as they went to tackle them, they'd tackle them and go, ah! <laughs> the whole game, mate, for 35 minutes, these guys would make six tackles a row and it was just yelling. And I was, I always still have them on about it. I said, what was that all about? And he goes, mate, I have no idea. That's just how we played. <laughs> The verbal Mulu bell. So good. Um, Jimmy says, losing to the Poms sucks because you never hear the end of it, as he he mentioned that earlier. Bringing on the spinners after the power play, pushing the field back. Was the undoing last night? So agree with you, Kempi. We let them consolidate, be ruthless, Kane, put the hammer down from Jimmy. That's all I'm saying. The bloody Queenslanders. Well, that's obviously a New South Wales fan. (laughs) And they do get up and about uh, good morning lads being a Leeds United fan for me it's got to be Millwall the games at Ellen Road Ellen Road against the them clowns used to make used to be mad they would kick their bus windows out and try to get us <laughs> coppers on horseback everywhere good times have a great day all the best Steve-O thanks Steve-O that sounds pretty loose hey boys unfortunately we're just not that great right now. If Oz had us five for 40, we would have been bowled out for 70. Oh, gutted cheers, Paddy Krasic. I disagree with that, Paddy. I think that there was signs of a good team last night. And you got to admit, doing what we did in the West Indies, yeah, they might have been down in their luck, but we were pretty good. And and Australia are a good side up and down. We just, I personally believe we just lost the small moments and we needed another 30, 40 runs at the end of our batting innings, Izzy. Yeah, when that, when... Like when that first caller when they came on and, and said, Man, they were they had a loss, their their heads are down, they're thinking, What is this again? With you know, five forty four, you got that doubt seated in their mind. You got a little bit of doubt because they've lost to Zimbabwe. They should never lost to Zimbabwe. You're thinking, Oh, you could bring it home. But yeah, look, there was there was opportunities there. There was opportunities there and there is something about Australia at the moment that have just got the wool over us, particularly in Australia. I can't even remember the last time we won a game over there. I think it was Hobart 2011. Also, it's been uh, 
disastrous place to travel for the for the Black Caps. So I don't know what they're gonna do. Get in something, go in the back room, start sorting some mental stuff out, or, or something like that. But they just need to do something to get the wool over them because they have it over us at the moment. Yeah, we had we've had a couple of really nasty tours over there. Mm. There was that tour in 2015 yeah. where Ross Taylor scored that big, nearly got that triple century. Which there were moments of yeah. and Baz played was really. Hobart. The, I think Hobart was 2011 when Doug Bracewell oh, we, yeah. we won that test. Yeah. Um, down there but then you think about the Nigel Long that day night match in Adelaide where he said the hotspot or oh, that could have come from anywhere that Nathan Lyon hotspot and we had them on the ropes there you think about the Boxing Day tests we had and we just got absolutely poleaxed and it was really hard to watch um, mm. it is frustrating oh there's a good text here from Graham boys I've worked with a few non-Kiwi rugby fans over here throughout the years and they hate losing to the All Blacks hate it Kempe <laughs> Aussies hate losing to Kiwis don't worry about that I reckon, I reckon good on them give it to them <laughs> you know, I just you know we did the SENZ commentary last night which was we'll hear some highlights at the start of the next hour so good like Flem, Damien Fleming is awesome McCarty and Bennett they were going great but I was listening to the watching the, the TV coverage Junior War is insufferable, isn't he? Mark War is insufferable. He is so disparaging and pithy towards New Zealand. You, you just said you got me going, Kim, because you just said, "Oh, they hate losing to the New Zealanders." Yep. He makes it out like we we don't even like we're just don't like exist. we just don't. They're just so like, oh, you know, water off a duck's back to them. Oh, the Aussies. <laughs> 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 That's it. They they do it to themselves. Oh, yeah, they the do it worms. to themselves. You've opened the they can do, of worms. mate. And then you just like you t- you put it in the back of the up in the top two inches, and you go, okay, okay, I won't forget that, mate. Honestly, they're a special bunch. And and Aussie in Auckland has. <laughs> Oh, is it oh, here with the name Aussie? You've opened Auckland. up something here, Ke- oh, Louis, you've opened Most it up. Kiwis <laughs> would be surprised to know that we Aussies hate losing to you much less than the other way around. We love to beat New Zealand because there's such a respect and a rival there, but would ra- much rather lose to you than the English, who were the worst winners in the world. What can I say about the nation that is still still crow about winning a tournament in 1966 Cheers Aussie in Auckland and I think that's right I think there's a really inequitable relationship between us and Australia Kempe yeah well I can still remember that you know how they bowled underarm it's not that equitable when you bowl underarm (laughs) don't get me started on that one there Kempe but I'll give you something here I would I would rather go on a beer have a beer in the Australian change room than the English change room. And that's after the game, when it's all done. Okay? <laughs> well, we'll just leave that there for now. <laughs> A-team might come back to that, is he? That's, we might do the official power ranking of who you'd rather, like, t- nations you'd rather have a beer in. We'll see how far Australia come down, because England's a pretty low bar. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.